and welcome to another edition of The One Team We Agree On. I'm Jillian. And I'm Kyle. And it's a two-win kind of week. It really is. And after last night's amazing, epic, epic, like I'm just... I'm still on a high from it. It really is. I mean, that was that was a lot of excitement last night, so... I mean, when's the last time we felt that excitement? Proud of the Eastern Conference Final? Yeah. No, that was that kind of crowd and atmosphere last night. Electric. And, and hey, Union come off of... Two wins in a row this week. A um, lot to be excited about. And so we're going to talk about that today. Um, and we're going to talk a little bit about uh, Jose Martinez, re-signed with the union. Um, and then, you know, recap the matches. We had a lot of merchandise dropped this week. We did. So um, a little bit of fashion show. And then uh, just kind of look ahead to the next couple of games. Uh, mm-hmm. Busy week, not only for the union. But for also the union players um, themselves with their national duties coming up right. and what that will look like. So, but before we get started, what are we wearing today? Well, I am wearing my Sons of Ben rainbow shirt here. Um, one of my favorites. And uh, I actually wore this scarf last night. Of course, I went with Lucky Jersey, as always, the Unity Jersey. Um, and I have that Soccer for All scarf. I wore that last night um, for the first time. And so it, for me, it's not the scarf that's part of the lucky combination so i could pretty much interchange that but i thought that was a good one to wear got my uh <laughs> i just braided this during the tailgate uh that's they had scraps from the tifo that you could use for whatever i was gonna make a headband i just ended up making it kind of more like a necklace so that is what i'm wearing how about you kyle and i'm wearing my favorite favorite skull soccer ball whatever you want to say with the union logo on it um so one of my favorite shirts I just ha- happen to wear all the time. Um, but before we get started again, uh, make sure you subscribe and interact with us on Twitter. And that's at T-O-T-W-A-G. And then on Facebook and Instagram at the one team we agree on, all one word. And then also at um, Spotify, Apple, and Google. And uh, subscribe subscribers and notes are... Um, subscriber notes um <laughs> subscriptions are coming up so um thank you very much for all yes, those we appreciate of you. it yeah and on youtube as well so uh great to see that but um let's talk a little bit about uh brujo all right oh, yes so uh brujo um uh, it was announced this week um that he has resigned with the union through uh 2025 with a option for 2026 i mean He's registered uh, 78 regular seasons appearances since 2020 with 10 assists. That doesn't include postseason and, you know, CONCACAF and all that. Right. Um, And then um, here's a fun little fact. Um, Since 2022, he has had the most recoveries uh, per game, which is at 9.6 per game which is tops amongst MLS midfielders. So, nice. you know, I mean, we, we talk all the time what Jose does. So how you feel about this uh, signing? Cause I'm pretty excited about it. when you can lock off, lock up your, uh, basically your uh, defensive midfielder and that top of your spine. It's, it's a win-win. No, I, for one, am thrilled because I love Rujo. I think he is, huge part of the team he i mean you can tell the difference when he's not there right and 
those few games that he missed definitely felt a hole there. Not anything against the other guys. And I think, for instance, uh, Bueno, actually, since he got the start last night, he filled in real nicely there. But, yeah. But Brujo just has, he just got that, you know. He has experience. Special. He does. He does. Um, He really just does so much for setting up goals, you know, keeping the ball from getting even back, you know, to the center backs. He does such a good job, I think. And let's be honest, I love his personality. And he brings (laughs) that toughness in a game that... He's got that dog in him. He does. And and when the game is just a grind-out game, that's Mm -hmm. the guy you kind of want on the field because Mm -hmm. his games, he's done a much better job uh, albeit last night, which we'll talk about, of really calming down and knowing when to get into, mm-hmm. you know, confrontations. I mean, he's still going to be aggressive and you like it. It's a double-edged sword. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, you love that aggressiveness. We but love that. But it's like, no yellow, Jose. No yellow, as Jim was saying the other day. Which... But at yeah. the same time, you know, a really good club needs that kind of person. They, they, you, you really do. You need that cleanup guy. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what uh jose brings um at the end of the day i think this gives them also flexibility let Mm -hmm. uh i know earlier on the year he was linked with possibly moving on in the winter transfer window so now this gives the union a little bit more of okay maybe down the road they they can control his contract they want to move off of him if Mm -hmm. choo-choo continues to improve we'll see but i i think we know Jose loves the city. Yeah. He he said several times he wants to be here. So he fits he, in Philly really well. He let's, does. Let's be honest here. He really, really does. So at the end of the day, if an offer comes, you can move off of him. Cool. Mm-hmm. We hope not. We hope he stays right. here in, in, for his career. But, you know, again, great piece of business there by the union. Yes. So glad they got that done. Yeah. So uh, let's uh, again talk about a great week for the union. Uh, six points. So we're going to uh, talk first about um, Wednesday night's game against Charlotte. We did not have a mid-season, uh, mid-season, mid-week <laughs> podcast. Um, Busy week for us. It was. Um, hopefully now with uh, school ending and, you know, summer season Three days starting, to go. <laughs> uh, we'll be able to maybe do a couple interviews midweek, but we'll yeah. see. Um, but um, Wednesday night was a unofficial tailgate um mm-hmm. thought the uh crowd there was good yeah. um spent a lot of time talking to some new fans that we got to meet and we also yep. uh you know we're handing out stickers but uh if you don't have any of your stickers yet come see us we'd love to give out some stickers yeah so uh one of the things i wanted to share is we um we had a um a, a charlotte contingency there were a few charlotte fans there and they a few of them were at our unofficial tailgate and this guy had the most awesome scarf let's i mean we always thought that their new kit their new jersey really does look kind of like a pop tart you know because yeah. um i used to love those kind as a kid you know yeah where they are they like blue raspberry or something? I don't know. Yeah, it's like wild, wild. Oh, they're wild, wild berry. I think wild berry. I haven't had one in years. Uh, if somebody knows out there for sure, I think it's wild berry. We used to get those. Those and brown sugar cinnamon. Those are the superior kind. Brown sugar cinnamon. That stop. that is like top 
top. And then I would say this one is one of the best ones too. But it was funny because I was yes. over there at the beer trailer and I was talking to the one guy that had the new kit on. Mm-hmm. And I was telling him, I was like, hey, you know, I think that's the top three kit. And, you know, he was really nice about it. And I was like, it's like a pop tart. And then he like said, and then this guy turns around and goes, <laughs> oh, I, I have the scarf. I'm like, you have the mint collective pop tart scarf? He goes, yeah. And he pulls it out and shows us. And long story short, he was like, you want to trade? And if we had one of our Sons of Ben scarves, he was actually looking at the one this year, and we have an extra one. I was yeah. like, uh, uh, we could have added that to a collection. But at the same time, you know, uh, it's it's a beautiful scarf, and I appreciate him. And I said, do you mind if I, you know, you pose and post this? He goes, absolutely not. So thank you very much. Uh, I forgot his name, unfortunately. But okay, great conversation with them there while you were over there talking to people you know Mm -hmm. they were feeling pretty confident um coming up and uh, a couple of them were like oh we know we're getting into coming to philly but a couple were like no you know we've been playing good yeah and and, you know so they were really awesome and great to see some people just showing up you know and we've we've had people at the tailgate before that were from the other teams or we had Cincinnati people at our last I mean, year, was it? Everybody's welcome. Yeah. It's always fun to talk to people and get a new yeah. perspective of the game. And then just walking through. One thing I did notice, Union Yards on Wednesday was dead pregame. Yeah, I thought it was even more dead yesterday. but We can talk about that, too. We'll, yeah, but, yeah, I mean, it was actually going pretty good after the game, though. It was. But uh, let's talk about pregame. Oh, (laughs) we'll get to the next slide here. Yeah. So um, it finally happened. It finally happened. I've been saying this forever. They've got to get Jason Kelsey to strike the drum. And it's funny because we were listening to New Heights podcast. Yes, we were on the way to the game that day. And we're like, when is Jason going to show up? I'm like, you know, it'd be great. He shows up at like. If, if we host an MLS Cup or, like, another Eastern yeah. Conference Finals or, or a big match, you know. And right. Was I expecting it for just a Wednesday, Wednesday regular game. game? No, but I, no complaints because it was awesome. I mean, Jason Kelsey delivered. Number one, he banged the crap out of that drum. I mean, he bent that mallet. And then, you know, he promptly pulls out a beer and chugs the beer. So we're going to watch it right now. So we don't have audio on this. I don't know why the audio is not working, but yeah, I did post the video though on, uh, on Twitter. But look at that. He just gets on and he just banged that. Yes. I mean, he's been forcing that. He breaks the mallet. That's great. Then he takes a scarf. I think it was, yeah, he pulls the scarf off and he just like hammers it. Gave a couple extra racks. So that was cool, man. He's built for this. I mean, and the and other thing hey, 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 oh, we missed the crack in the beer, and then he cracks the beer. Out I thought I got a different video of that, but maybe not. The other cool part of that was he comes out and like then goes into the supporter section. Yeah, it's funny because I was uh, right after I was thinking, oh man, he should totally come to the supporter section, and and then I looked down and up oh, there he is. And since you can't hear the audio for some reason. It probably wouldn't translate over very well anyway. Um, but he's doing the no one likes us chant, which as everyone knows, he did at the Eagles Super Bowl parade. And so that was just epic. And the fact that he was up there with the fans, just it was amazing. I mean, 
you know, I was super excited about Stu being the drum striker right now, <laughs> but, and I loved having Stu and that was like, so exciting to me. And then I have to say this topped it and it was awesome. Hey, man, Jason Kelsey tops Stu. I mean, in terms of just how awesome, I mean, Stu didn't come up in the stands. No, but it's Stu. But it's Stu. Yes, Stu. Come back anytime. Uh, but yeah, Jason Kelsey brought it, and you love to see it. You do. So let's talk about the actual game. And issue. then the game got rolling. Like, I, how about how that game started? Well, let's talk about that. I mean, we we the union come out right away, and, and this is when Jason's leading those chants, and everyone's fired up to begin with. And then, and then the atmosphere yep. is really good. They're coming out, and like I even. Because now during the games, if I'm not up in the press box typing notes, I'm actually using my phone recorder to do mm-hmm. record notes just right. on thoughts. And first thing I said was like three minutes, uh, like one minute in, Union looked like they're ready to take care of business tonight. And we then, took it right down. And we took it right down. Carranza hits the post and it's you're like, crossbar. Maybe yeah. it was a crossbar. And, you know, all of a sudden you almost have one nothing lead. Yep. And so for me, um, I thought, you know, first 15 minutes, it looked like a million dollars. Then it started getting back and forth a little mm-hmm. bit. You know, we had a couple chances. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought Flock, and we're going to talk about this right now. Let, let's just get into it. Flock and Jose together, double pivot. So one goes up, one stays back, one goes up, the other stays back. That's Leon's natural position. Yeah. He said he's confident there. We're now all of a sudden, again, at the beginning of the season, even when we were playing double pivot, we're like, oh my gosh, what's Leon doing? He's got his confidence back. He's playing very it's confident. huge. And you're noticing that on the field. And you noticed that this whole game, mm-hmm. the, the teamwork between those two. Yes, absolutely. Leon has been playing really well. And with him in his natural position, what a difference. Yeah, I thought they both did a good jo- job of really limiting Swiderski, um, keeping Miram to a minimum with his playmaking abilities. So overall, I was really happy with that. I mean, there was that one mistake early on that led to sh- a shot from Jack Elliott. He had that one cough up, you know, he was it, like the ball went down, they mm-hmm. got it and he shot it and then Blake made a save. But other than that, it was a very solid first half. The only thing I would say was, was Ua offsides on that first goal? Oh, yeah. So we, I mean, I I think that he was not offsides. And from our angle, it was hard to tell. And of course, you know, how many times have we been so excited by, oh, there's a goal. Yeah. And then, dang it, the flag went up. And and so immediately we go on social media and look to see what are people saying that had different views of it. And we kept seeing, oh, no, he definitely was not offsides. But the problem is, of course, they need to have like they have to be sure. And unfortunately, there wasn't enough. Right. And I think that. Jim said that Ted said that the angle wasn't right on the camera or something to overturn it, which come on, that's a weird excuse. They need to do better. They do need to do better. Like, I was talking to Ed yesterday about that. They need to go to the World Cup thing where they have that, like, light laser line or yeah. whatever. Like, I don't know. If, if he's offsides, he's offsides. I think Jones keeps him onsides. But regardless, I mean, it was good to see mm-hmm. at that time Mikel getting a goal, mm-hmm. having a nice strike on that. Um, and then, you know, 
it kind of the first half was back and forth. It mm-hmm. was, you know, we had our opportunities. They had some opportunities, but not as many as us. And you kind of were like, okay, this is a typical Wednesday night game. Right. I thought the energy was good from the crowd early on. Mm-hmm. Especially for a Wednesday. Exactly. And uh, obviously Jason helped with that, you know, yeah. getting the river end fired up. Second half, you know, again, you know, you, you look at it, we come out. And, and that, that second half, you could really see Cincinnati, I mean Cincinnati, Charlotte was getting tired. They were getting real tired. So um, I thought Union took really good possession, um, really started getting the ball down the field. Yeah. Um, creating opportunities. Um, the own goal. At the end of the day, yeah. bounces off the post, bounces off goalkeeper. You but, can say what you want. But that was a nice cross there by Wagner. And then that header by Gazdog was really good. And that was good to see. You know, we're, the, the, the whole build up from the back. Usually we mm-hmm. play long ball through and then we're trying to run onto it, create a chance or right. counterattack. That time we actually build up, had a scoring play. Yeah. And remember that. And it was like, oh, that's really effective. And so you, you you love to see you know the long ball attacks that we were doing all night, but then we see this mm-hmm. again. Different ways of creating chances and opportunities was really really awesome. And the to more see. chances you can create, the more things like well, you know, just looking out, having that ball knock off uh, the goalie's knee was it or whatever. But yeah, and yeah. then and then there was that ball that like Gazdog like just flicked over the goalkeeper and yeah. it was ruled off sides. And again, it was like. How was yeah. he all sides? Because that was one too. I was like, "There's no way he's all sides." I right. It, we were right there, and it didn't look like he was all sides. Now I did see the video, and again, it was fifty fifty. Was he on? Was he off? But the first one probably was more of like, "Yeah, he was on that one." But Ted Uncle and his crew kind of—I wouldn't say they were horrendous on the night because I've but seen we got Uncle. Uh, yeah, we did, but not as bad as I've seen Ted Uncle do. Right. I mean, this was actually one of Uncle's standard games, so mm-hmm. I was cool with that. But um, do we want to talk about, and maybe we should, Chris Donovan getting a lot of flack <laughs> for his offsides, just kind of. Oh, and then, yeah, he just kinda, offsides in the terrible miss there. Yeah, and people are um Comparing it to one of your former swimmers, Andrew Wanger, <laughs> uh, you know, dribbling ball out of bounds. And, and, you think and, he knew he was offside there and he just kind of missed? Well, that's what I'm concerned more. Do you know the flag was up and he just kind of, but even still, you should pass. You still try to make a legit shot. You just never know. Right. And the other problem I had with that was you had two guys running down the center of the field. All you got to do is cross that ball in. Mm-hmm. You did. You didn't do that in Colorado. Alley told you 99% of the time that that gets through. This time, you really want to get that shot goal because I know he wants to get that league goal. He thought he learned. Well, yeah, I mean, I think he should have crossed over. But at the same time, mm-hmm. I think some of the hate is unwarranted because I mm-hmm. think he kind of gave up on the play and just shot it. And there's some people um, voting for him for All-Star Game as they're doing their voting. I mean, let's 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 stop. Let's stuff the ballots and uh, get him in. <laughs> Yeah. Kind of like the Giants when you got Brandon Crawford in the All-Star game when he was hitting 218. And they were like, wait, everybody's like, how did he get in? There's like Golden Glove because he was mm-hmm. Golden Glove that year. But it was funny. 
that I remember that year. We like giant fans stuffed the ballot. And we got like all these giant players in. And it was like, okay, so stuffed about for Chris Donovan. Meanwhile, I was like voting for like everybody on the union, except I didn't vote for Donovan. I voted for Corey Burke just because. You voted for Match Up Troll. <laughs> oh, the one, the yeah. one like fake one. I, well, actually, I did <laughs> yeah. actually submit the one. I was like, mm, this one I'm just going to, because it was on a different like um, IP. So like I could vote again, but like, I was like, hmm, I'm just going to do one based on names. coolest names, either the coolest or weirdest names. And <laughs> yes, Matchup Troll was one of them. Yes. But uh, yeah, I have. You can probably guess a couple of the ones that I would have chosen. But anyway, um, yeah. But overall, Wednesday night was a great night. You know, good defensive performance. You left there feeling happy. Like, yeah, you could have won some more goals, mm-hmm. obviously, but. At the end of the day, we got the job done. We got three points, and you mm-hmm. feel good heading into Saturday. So yeah, absolutely. But um, let's one other thing talk about, and this was a big sticking point as we were heading out that night. The uh, parking situation. People were livid. So with this whole construction, Jim talked about because right now they're down to one training field, and mm-hmm. they're probably going to train the stadium now. Um, which they kind of knew. I know Joe Tanzi talked about on his podcast, but I, I kind of agree. Like, you know, they're going to pave them eventually. Right. I mean, lot G when we got there, it was like, Oh, this is sons of Ben lot again, you know, yeah. Rocky. I hear some people's like, Oh my gosh, it's like parking in Mars and all this. And <laughs> it's like, it kind of is. Um, but at the same time, Even if they're charging you like 30 bucks to park, they could at least pave it. I, 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 I think they're going to, though. Yeah. Well, the Sons of Ben tailgate area is paved nicely. Yeah. But my, my whole thing is we're seeing these reports that, and I don't know how true this is, but people were being moved from lot B and then getting charged more and then having to park in like just this grass area. And, yeah. You know, it's like, that's not really the greatest look, no. um, but I think the union are going to fix it. I hope they fix it. I mean, they really do need to. Well, that and they also need to do better with uh, people leaving at the end, too. Yeah. I. Th- it's just a cluster you-know-what. I think uh, one thing I've noticed is early in the season when Lot B was still open, things were flowing really good. And I know I saw some people saying, oh, man, we got out there in no time. I will say this. For even like the these last two nights on last night, we got out of there right away because there's no traffic. Well, we yeah, we we stuck, stuck around. around for a while. But like even Wednesday night, we stood there for a little bit, but then I have to go back to those games trying to just get out and get back. We got out a little quicker. We've been getting out places. even on like busy nights a lot quicker than we would have last year. I felt. They really could use someone directing though between lot G and what is it, lot H right across there. Just like pointing Because there's at... two different sides coming out and trying to merge and people, yeah, it's just kind of a mess. Yeah, but hopefully they figure that out. But uh, mm-hmm. uh, if, if you have been moved, uh, I would love to hear like, you know, what your situation is over there. We've yeah. heard some people say there's no even attendance over there directing. So kind of like kind of what we're seeing. But I know from our end, we've been getting out a lot quicker this year too. You know, yeah, but for us, because we got to go get on 95. So it's, it's, it's not nicer. so bad. Yeah. So um, 
And then after the game, we headed to the Longwood Blaba. Yes, got my you know victory iced matcha with oat milk and promoted uh, podcast. And the great thing is, you know, we see we usually see Union fans if we if we don't end up going super like late after the game, we'll see Union fans there. And yeah, we're like, oh hey hey, you know. And um, if you're one of those people we met there, what's up? And Thank you, uh, yeah, for listening. And uh, also make sure to check out the free kick pod um because i was we were plugging that um told todd that so yeah so uh we almost always end up at that wawa on the way home we were there last night too and i got my matcha once again victory matcha so anyway let's um so let's turn to uh last night um what a game what a game and also what a night what a great environment we talked about some of the stuff you yeah. had gotten and uh but uh so here's some scenes from last night hold on here i'm going to plug up the screen here yeah so we started by going to the sons of ben tailgate and we had signed up to do the tie-dyeing all right yeah and here's and, what we got there yeah. and Really good crowd. This was like almost two hours. This was like four o'clock. Like we got there what just a little bit before four o'clock. Yeah, it was a really good night. Mm-hmm. Good crowd. And uh last night they had uh the um it was obviously so it was Pride, Pride night, night. But they were doing tail uh tie-dye t shirts. Yes. So uh we uh got some t shirts here. And I haven't tie-dyed in years. I loved doing this as, you know, like a teenager. And yeah, there's me tie-dyeing, going for all the colors. <laughs> yeah. So. And Kyle did his then in like kind of a yellow, green, and blue. And right. yep. So there they are. We just uh, rinsed them out tonight. So um, yeah. So they turned out really good. Yeah. Yours, I, I would say yours. Man, yours really turned out good with all the different colors. I, I kind of just stayed with yours. Looks good though, too. Like I like the color scheme there. Yeah, mine is just colors all over the place. Yeah, I tried to keep it blue and gold. I knew the mm-hmm. green was gonna come in, and green's one of my favorite colors. So I was kind of yeah. like, all right, blue, yellow, green. It's gonna look. I put gonna... a lot of purple in mine. Like the yeah. the um yeah, I have a lot of purple and blue and green and yellow and everything, and some pink in there, but uh. The lighting in our little utility room is doesn't let mine show up as good, but it's still good. So, um, yeah. So they turned out good. I'm, I was really excited about that. And uh, so, yeah, we had a great time at the tailgate. Great yeah. crowd. It was a always. great crowd. We, uh, of course, saw Todd and Shelby. Um, Shelby, who is his sister, by the way. <laughs> I won't call out anybody, but... <laughs> All right, we're still bringing that up. All right, <laughs> nah, it's it's all good. Anyway, um, but no, um, it was really nice. We got to meet Jeremy Sharp, uh, yeah. from Bear Fight. Jeremy yeah. found out that one of my former, well, we kind of overlapped. Like I, right. I graduated, and he came in the next year. Tim Robinson was a really good guy. Um, hung out with him a lot. My as I was finishing up college, mm-hmm. um, you know, it was, um. Jeremy, I think what did he say? It was brother in law or yeah, his brother in law. Yeah, like so that's 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 a weird thing, but it's a small world when it comes to swimming, honestly. It is, but just like just talking to Jeremy, like, you know, we gotta get him on the pot at some point and just talk about that because mm-hmm. you know, we're sharing swimming, grassroots soccer. Obviously, he had the episode on the free kick. 
um, which is one of my favorite episodes, just mm -hmm. talking about grassroots soccer. And we were explaining to him how that guy that's interested in local soccer mm -hmm. grassroots here in Lancaster. So that was really mm -hmm. cool just to see, hear his story and then get to meet some of his friends and sitting there with that, as always, just chatting with him and mm -hmm. chatting with some other people there throughout the night. Um, I thought it was a good, uh, oh, yeah. it was a great evening. It was. And the weather was just great. We, Perfect. there was, there was a bit of time there where it got a little cloudy and looked like, you know, and the wind picked up. But other than that, you know, it ended up being a really, really nice evening. I mean, this whole weekend was nice. It was gorgeous mm -hmm. today. And so, yeah, so we did that. And of course, Union Yards was like dead. They didn't have any live music going though. They didn't have any so. live music. And, and again, they, don't promote this they like yeah. promoted it like i saw one for like the foundation thing i'll come over to union yards and mm -hmm. check out the but like last night there was no promotion of it they, yeah. they i'm not sure what the the plan is with that but they have not done a good job with promoting it i thought the march was good in obviously yeah. we were kind of hanging back there yeah but... you <laughs> yeah between you and ed yeah and i'm like oh let's get moving and we fell behind so, but the march in took a different route because yeah. of the grassy areas by the plaza being closed off. So now the march was going right through the plaza area. Which I kind of like. Yeah. I think that's going to look good. I think yeah. that's going to get more people in interested in Sons of Ben. And again, yeah. it's a win-win. Yeah, because people are all, you know, as you're walking through there, people are watching and, you know, I'm sure... There are probably people that joined in too. Like uh, I'm, I'm sure. So no, I thought that was good. And uh then we went and saw the the dogs and yep. yeah, so then we went in. Yeah, and so great crowd last mm -hmm. night. It was packed. Um Union rotated a little bit, obviously gave some guys a night off, as Jim had said during midweek. Uh but man. Um, and I know Montreal has the Canadian Championship coming up on Wednesday, so you figured they did. They were heavily rotated, I felt. Right. Uh, but right from the start, you know, Union just came out looking like, even though they were rotating a little bit, they they still played, um, you know, the five and back, three and back, whatever you want to call it. Um, I thought instantly Flock and Choo Choo were excellent choo choo got the start very exciting and choo choo played like a starter he did he had a really good game i'm not saying and and people are like well, wait he's maybe not on martinez's law i'm not saying that no, what but... i'm saying is if you gotta rely on choo choo for a game or two and we're probably gonna have to yeah um well we are definitely game. gonna have to next yeah. game I mean that's that's the lineup you want to go with because he looked great oh, yeah. alongside Flock. So I thought the double pivot looked good. Mm -hmm. You know they moved Kai in just uh, a center back position. He was fine. Yeah, I thought and Matt Real. Matt Real, good. Matt Real played he got very the assist, well. You know, yeah, he played some really nice balls. It was a very defensive heavy lineup, but it worked. I mean, it, it did a defensive heavy lineup that put three goals out there. You take that any day, even though, yes, you can use a caveat. Well, they were heavily rotated. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's fine. But you're still putting up three goals against good MLS mm -hmm. opponents. So, yeah. And, and, and Montreal might not be what they were last year, but at the same time, they're still right there in that 9-10 spot. And and they beat us, you know. Well, and, and as... And since they had beat us in the most ridiculous way 
when we played up there. I think it was Jim even said something in his press conference about when we lost them, it was kind of absurd or whatever, how it, it happened, you know, and if you, for yeah, in case anyone forgets, uh, we had Bendick in the goal. Julian goes out on a red card for a double yellow. Yeah, it but was just, it was a weird game. We ended up losing yeah. like late in the game. Just... Yeah, we, but at the same time, you know, last night, first half was a little back and forth. I know Jim mm-hmm. was talking about that. They got some opportunities. Blake had a nice save early on. Um, yeah. You know, but then Carranza with that. Oh, with that. Chef's kiss. That first goal of his. Yeah. Oh, it was it was a beauty. And that was what, around the 12th minute or so? It was. It was. it was. So, I mean, it was. It was world class. Now, in the 14th minute, this this was kind of cool. And you brought that along with you. Yeah. Show. So 14th minute. They were doing the soccer crawl. Yes. And everybody, there, there's some pictures out there. I know we posted a couple, but um, yeah, they that, had that was really cool for everybody. Yeah, that was really oh, cool. And, yeah, and we also had they gave out at the uh, front gates armbands. Yep. They're like the captains, you know, like armband things. Yeah. So, so they're cool. Yes. So yeah, and then um, you know, going into like 36 minutes, you know, you look good, and then uh, you had that nice. Build up play there. Nice ball goes across. Matt collects it. And, you know, nice ball in from Carranza looking for a second. And then the ball drops off. Uh, nice stop there, but um, what's his name? Pat Demanis, uh, the goalkeeper. Yeah. Um, it makes a nice stop. And we are right on a difficult line, just being there working. Mm-hmm. Just bangs it right in. And and that yeah. was one of those goals where you even watch the replay. Gazdag's on the other line. If that ball goes the other way, that's his goal. Oh. But Luaf Luaf from his angle knocks it right in. Yeah. And th- in this picture, credit to the Philadelphia Union um photo group out there. Beautiful picture. Oh yeah. I, I love this picture so much. Um it just, you know, he finally got his goal. You know, he, he gets yeah. robbed on Wednesday mm-hmm. and he gets it, you know, that night. So it was yeah. good to see. I enjoyed that goal. It was good to see Mikel get that goal. Now he's got six on the year. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, and then the second half, you know, you could say at the end of the first half, okay, we're up to nothing. We got some goals. Mm-hmm. But you kind of wanted more. Yeah. I thought the second half, we came out just again had that energy, looking for that third goal. Mm-hmm. You know, Julian on a ball that bounces and then bounces off somebody else, yeah. kind of a fluke goal. Nuggets then. Yeah, at first we were thinking, oh, is that gonna be ruled an own goal? goal? But because it was on target, I think, and it I just kind yeah. of collected. They gave it. They gave it to him. Hey, I, no complaints here. No, no complaints. but I mean, ninth goal for number nine. And you know, so on the night, mm-hmm. uh, we get some subs in. Some you know, stars go out. Um, we see Low come in, even though he had fluid, as Jim said, ungodly amount of fluid. Yeah, he I can't even imagine. Oh, trained Osney. Jose came in. Um, who else came in? Oh. Did Prea come in? Yeah, Prea came in. And so did Torres. Yep. So we had like the whole ensemble comes in. So it was good to see those two get some minutes. Because right. um, we're going to need them coming forward too, especially with, you know, the international window coming right. up. So 
Yeah. Uh, I mean, overall, we we shut down then. Great defensive performance overall. I thought the back line was phenomenal last night. They and were. You know, Jack Jack looked real good. Elliot looked good. I thought Glesnus was fine. Harriel, Harriel's as long as he keeps improving offensively, he's and fine. And don't forget, Harriel had a really nice shot. He did. In there. That was, I mean, that was really good shot. I, man, I wish that had gone in for him, but, but anyway, you know, shots let, on goal. Let's <laughs> talk about so we get we get three points, but let's talk about the crowd atmosphere. So around the 65th, I'd say it was like maybe around the 65th minute, somewhere so around there. Yeah. So we start doing, you know, in the river end, the Shalala cheer. Yeah. And where we go back and forth with the sections, which tend to be where we now we're in 136 and we're on that end of the river. End, and then it goes over to like the Keystone State Ultras and kind of goes into the sideline side a bit over there in the corner but last night which is something that hasn't happened ever getting the whole stadium doing the chant it kind of started going on the sideline to the right of us yeah and everyone's super excited then at that point and and, and, then, and we have these videos posted on our Twitter, so you yeah. can see what the. And then we like. had this, and then the lights start coming around one thirty-six in the whole stadium. Yeah, the whole team started putting on their cell phone flashlights, and this went on for about ten minutes. It was incredible. Say. It was so incredible, and I don't remember having that much fun and excitement at a game probably since yeah, probably the Eastern Conference Final or something. I mean, for it to be just a regular and then, game like and that. And then Todd. Please, more of this, fans. Keep it up. And then Todd uh, Lewis on the free kick had posted this, the walking Tifa. Which, well, yes, we helped pass that. Yeah. <laughs> yep. The That was great. <laughs> <laughs> the Tifa just moving around. It's funny because a little bit before that, and before, I guess, our full stadium champ was going, some people started, not in our section, but some people down tried to start doing the wave and we're all like no no no, no. you know and then they start you know saying you know screw the wave basically and all that and uh and then eventually all of our chanting went on we had the tifo being passed then which was yeah so that was fun and then here's some more angles from the chant last night courtesy of todd it's free kick yeah from the press box you can see the whole chant i i Hopefully the audio picks this up because I'm not getting anything in my headphones right now, but so I apologize. But yeah, I mean, this whole area right in here is chanting and like they're chanting at the far end, the other end of the stadium. Mm -hmm. Like it was a full stadium chant. So my whole thing is I hope we see more of this in the future Mm -hmm. because this is kind of the stuff that as fans you, you hope to see. Um, maybe a dumb question, but your computer isn't on mute, is it? No. Okay, just making sure. <laughs> As a teacher, mm. you know these things. No. Okay, I always have to check. But yeah, so definitely, I'm sure a lot of you have seen the footage of what went on, and it was this morning. I spent time watching the game recap and actually watching just kind of the whole ending of the game. Well, I wanted to see how it looked from you know the Apple TV perspective, mm-hmm. and boy, did we sound great or what as a crowd? We did oh, my goodness! And I also went on to check and see the 
I want to see another view of what looked like a Jack Elliott goal. We, I, when I was watching it yeah. from our end, I swear I saw it cross the line. It looked like it from our end. It did because we were you know behind and to the right a little bit of the goal. But of course, it was not ruled goal, and they checked it. But I still maintain I think it should have been a goal. But you know, there's a few that we should. Julian should have had a hat trick. Which before the game, I said, Kyle, I said Julian's gonna have a hat trick. He just missed, he skied that one, which is a bummer, but he still got a brace. He's fierce, you know, he, he he's ruthless and, you know, I, but he kept trying mm-hmm. even, you know, so I'm not worried about that. Mm-hmm. Let's, um, let's move on to your fashion segment. All oh, right. Um, and we'll, we'll come be- back to that. Okay. All right. So let's move on to the fashion segment here and uh we'll look at some of the items that we reviewed this week yeah so we went in the team store before the game and there's some new mitchell and ness items and so there's uh me with a sweatshirt gray sweatshirt nice simple i like it and uh what do you think kyle it's nice it's very comfy yeah it looks comfy it's very comfy and a good embroidery with the patch I really like the hat. The hat's it's, nice. It reminds me of the one I have, except mine's like all white. It has more of like kind of a silvery logo on it. I like that. I like the logo on that. I do too. It's a very nice cap. Um, I was actually thinking of buying that. Mm-hmm. But uh, and then on the next slide here, we got this. This is yeah. really nice. This yeah, I really like this. Jacket. Yeah. Yeah, uh, that's a really nice jacket. And if I didn't already have uh, the one jacket I got, the reversible one. I'd probably be all over getting this. I like how there's the logo on the back there. Yep. And then you have the small logo on the front and the details down the sleeves. Very sharp. I like it. It is. I, I like the color combination Me as too. always. Um, I like the gold on the sleeve. I do too. And like you said, I like the back with the logo on the back. I, I think that's just mm-hmm. a really nice spring, fall warm up for mm-hmm. cold nights it looks really yes. nice and then uh <laughs> <laughs> so on the left the black love unites shirt and we saw people get this and i definitely am a fan i like that and yeah. i like how the colors pop off of the black and so we might possibly be purchasing that At next time we, yeah next time we go but let's talk about the, the one on the right i'm showing the price tag on purpose what was it? It was like, it was something outrageous. Let me see if I have. Yeah. It. it it was. Let me see. Here. Fifty dollars for just a basic plain t-shirt. It's just a basic, snake. like a light blue basic plain t-shirt with the snake logo. That's all was on it, and they went fifty. Nothing bucks on. For that. Nothing on the back. Just which, that. Which fifty dollars? Yes. I mean, it's a comfy shirt. Yeah. But um. For those of you that have uh, checked out the team photos from uh, the, player the photos arrival photos from last <laughs> night, let's talk about that real quick. Now yeah. we did not post that one, but right, Mikel Ua. Yes, and, and we love you, Mikel. But but we have questions about yes. the what is it? Acne Acne Studios. Studios. Acne. Acne. Acne it, like like pimples and stuff. All it says kind of acne. Act, if you've seen it, it just says Acne <laughs> Studios here. Like small font and it's just a plain T-shirt with acne. So I was curious, what was acne suits? Is it like maybe something? Because I never heard of them. Is it like a like 
production company maybe he has something that's yeah. back in denmark that he yeah. works on with music or movies or something like that and he's just repping his, his brand and then i found it, i was like oh it's a fashion brand that's a european fashion brand so i'm like okay so I, so then i go look for the shirt and it looked like it was older so i googled the image found the shirt found it at Saks fifth avenue and then Saks fifth avenue they want 260 dollars for a basic t-shirt for a t-shirt yeah for a t-shirt and now it's 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 a thicker t-shirt but so i mean i want to know does he have some connection or is he just is that just fashion for him because no i, I mean if if he got that you know for whatever reason okay i'm just like the regular person though paying that much for a t-shirt so no judging me wanting that 85 dollar concert union t-shirt from the team store which our anniversary is coming up (laughs) so let's look at this last one here then okay this was my favorite one so this is the blue hoodie it's a lightweight hoodie and it has the philly look it's kind of like that jacket that i got the button down Mm -hmm. jacket and it's got some you can't see it on there but it believe it has some light blue detailing around the really nice it is really nice. Actually, you know, you could get that for me maybe instead of the concert shirt. It costs actually, I think, slightly less, even believe it or not. I thought this was a fashion review and not you asking for merchandise. It's both. <laughs> <laughs> no, but actually I really like that and I'm very high on that one. I would definitely wear that. Of course, as we're getting into the summer months, but sometimes it's chilly at night. It does. It was getting chilly last night a little bit. It was. So all right, so wrapping up here. So, Union, um, I want to talk about one fun stat after last night it came out. Mm-hmm. Union had outscored their opponents at home by 50 points in the last 20 matches. All right, that is an incredible. What do you think about that? Oh, it is incredible. What was it? It was like 61 to 11 or something. Just crazy. insane. Which is the most in uh, the MLS, like history of the MLS. Which So that was interesting to see. And then Tom Bogart had retweeted something interesting that Julian has six goals and one assist in his last six games. That's excellent to see as well. Yeah. Um, you know, and of course he was named was like Union or 5-1-0. Take that and apparently... We all know Europe is on the phone for Julian. Uh, yeah. yeah. You know, but that, that I was talking with Evan about this last night. If some team bangs on the door, says, hello, I'd like 15 million. And you're going to have to give some back to Miami. Mm-hmm. But I want 15 million for Julian. I mean, $15 million. Uh, I, I see this as I've seen pointed out. This could go down as number one, the biggest steal ever. Oh, it will. And secondly, this could be the biggest deal we make. It, it, it very well could. could. And what you could then say to the other team is, oh, yeah, we'll take that. But we'd like to loan him back for the year. So Yeah, as long as we get to have him. Kind of what they did with Gaga in Chicago last year. Yeah. Chelsea bought him and then they loaned him back. You know, yeah, you, you, you could do that. It, it, I, for one, and I know there are some other people that would be very sad to see Julian go right now. Right. And especially just the season he's having for us he's only one currently he's only one goal behind for the lead for the golden boot and he's only behind Bowanga and Mukhtar yeah and so I mean there's a few others that are at nine as well but and uh, he's just phenomenal 
credit to him. It's so good to see this from him coming to us from Miami last year and just what, what a great thing. And so I think that that's exciting to see. And, you know, the other interesting uh, piece of this as we wrap up. So, you know, we talk about, Oh, we'll we'll get to that. We'll talk about, you know, coming up with international break. Right. Right. But before that, you know, Union had played all these games. May was crazy busy. Right. And now they're going into a thing where they have San Jose on Saturday. Then they have a week off. Then they have Orlando, Miami. And, you know, and then you head into pretty much the month of July. Mm-hmm. We got the Gold Cup coming up. Uh, you know, you have Gold Cup. You have, uh, well, I don't think we have anybody for Nations. Uh, but at the same time, you know, that means Baez is probably going to be gone for a little bit. I think they have Cameroon has a game. Mm-hmm. Mar- Jose's going to be gone. Blake's going to be gone. Who else? I don't know. But right now we're three points behind. Uh, well, one yeah, point, for a moment we were in second last one night. One point behind Nashville. <laughs> but Nashville, yeah, behind, Honey tried to go and behind um, Cincinnati. Cincinnati. So. My question to you is, do you feel that, you know, with this break coming up with these opponents, a lot of travel coming up, do you think we're still, we still have the chance to catch everybody? I think we do. It's going to be tougher. I do too. It's going to be tough when we're missing Andre for several games and hopefully Joe Bendick can, you know, hold it down. And but is it's Joe gonna... even going to be the one? Do we get to see Holden Trent? Well, that's just it. It has you, you guys figure it's going to be Bendick. I mean, Joe's going. Yeah. I mean, Jim's going to go with Joe. Um, but as he said in his one press conference, it depends on how Phil's feeling. I mean, mm-hmm. and he did bring up a little bit about you too. So maybe I still think that's ninety nine chances are happening are ninety nine to one mm-hmm. out of a hundred that holding plays but right at the same time my whole thing is you you really do have to figure out what you have with your number one draft pick yes yeah we do uh your first round is not number one but you know i mean yeah first round draft pick you have to figure out what you have with that so yeah um but at the end of the day i still think joe starts this game so you're hoping then Mm -hmm. within damien's gonna be gone so now you're hoping Mm -hmm. that you know, you're going to get some defensive step up. Maybe you see some Brendan Craig. I, I don't. Yeah. Hopefully defense can just really keep it from getting back to Andre didn't even have to do as much last night. He had one. He had that one really good save. He, he hasn't he been was, busy. He yeah, hasn't been. He was busy. really good last night, though, as always. So as and, long as we yeah. can keep the defense can keep the shots to a minimum, I think we'll be fine. Yeah. That one save. I think I said. Yeah. Joe Bendick could never have. Yeah. probably gotten that one that one was just class but i mean he's he's a good backup but yeah i'm confident it'll be an opportunity for some of the homegrowns that are coming back now from mm-hmm. the u20 world cup since they got bounced today yeah um, unfortunately but it'll be good to get them back in the right fold. i'll be interested to see what those lineups are looking like yeah uh, unfortunately saturday we won't have jose yeah so uh he got a yellow card accumulation uh, he, I still don't understand that call. It, it was, was dumb. It was dumb because 
So Jose gets taken down by I forget the guy. Um yeah. So he gets taken down by the Montreal player and and he's trying to get up and basically Jose pushes him on the chest and then and then well, he doesn't even push, he just he puts just his kind hands. Of, he yeah. literally just kind of pat him on the chest like it's all good. Like Jose wasn't even trying to get like when I watched it, kind of. Did you watch the actual like video? I was Apple watching TV? it real time. No, I. I've when I went back and watched it, okay, so live, I'm like, what the heck? But when I watched it on Apple TV, I could see yeah, there was a bit of a shove, kind of there. But the guy sold it too. But uh, oh, uh, yeah, he got pushed in the chest, and all of a sudden he grabs his face, and and total embellishment there. I mean, he should have red. You could give him red for embellishment. I mean. If you haven't seen the video, watch it and tell me what you think. Because I think, yeah, that was a big time flop by Montreal guy. And but either way, it's a yellow card. But yeah, I mean, Jose, when he's one yellow card away from, you know, having a suspension there, uh, you got to play it a little cool. And as we know, Jose, well, I'm surprised it took this long, to be honest. <laughs> but it's going to stink not having him. So we'll see what Choo Choo. I'm actually, if, if we go double pivot again with Flock and Choo Choo, I'm confident that they'll be fine. I mean, obviously, uh, Abobasi and um, Espinosa are going to be mm-hmm. tough. I mean, you know, and then you're also going to have mm-hmm. Montero there. I mean, the, the, and probably, I don't know if KCAL would be playing, but they're going to have a good... San Jose is good, so it'll be a tough. We, we gotta hope to get some points before the Gold Cup, yeah, and, and all that. So mm-hmm. if we do that, I think we're gonna be good. At the end of the day, I would love to see us just keep climbing the table, and who knows, maybe Cincinnati gets cold. Obviously, Let's hope. I mean, can they keep this going? How they're going? Uh, possibly, but at the same time, it's hard to keep. You never say never. Um, I know, I know. I'm just never hoping and hoping. You, you hope. And, and that's the one thing I think as fans we have to do is just hope that, you know, they hit a dry patch and we yeah. catch them. Uh, if, last night we were so hopeful we were watching that score and that Chicago was, you know, tied at nothing with them. And then, then yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think Nashville, Nashville's Nashville. I think we can catch them eventually. Only one point behind them right now. I'm not worried about Nashville. I, I think it's going to be mm-hmm. more about can everybody catch Cincinnati? Well, you need to get as many points as we can. We need to come away with at least one point from San Jose. We got a tough. We got, but we got a tough leading into League's Cup. We got some tough games, which is also good. We play Nashville. We play Atlanta. Well, we've proven like lately we can play on the road. I'm not worried about that. I'm just saying. Not that our opponents were that great, Nashville. but. Well, we had some good ones. Look but... at Colorado. They won a game in Dick's Sporting Goods Stadium. Yeah. That's so. unfortunate. So anyway, well, that was it for today, I guess. Yeah. So um, thank you for tuning in. And again, leave a comment. We'd love to hear from you. Um, if uh, we would love, I want to know, uh, do you think we can catch Cincinnati? What What's your verdict? Do you think at the end of the year we can catch them or at least make a run to where you know, we finished second in the shield. Um, and then we got hope that they get knocked out early and mm-hmm. we get home field advantage in the playoffs. So, yep. but uh, make sure again to uh, subscribe on Apple, YouTube, um, and Spotify if you're new. And thank you again for listening and for the one team we agree on. 
I'm Carl. I'm Jillian. And we'll see you next time.